Hi everyone, welcome back to the Amazing Rewatch. This is Sadie and Jessica, and today we are talking about Season 4, Episode 10. And this episode aired on July 31st, 2003. We are recording this one today on August 19th, 2023, which is my birthday. Happy birthday! And I'm 32, which is crazy. And this is exactly what I wanted to do on my birthday, actually. We have so much fun recording these, so this has been good. We went out and had some yummy dinner at an Indian restaurant. Yeah, my request was Indian food, and it was really yummy. It was really good. Kid-free dinner, so. Yeah. That's always nice. A kid-free restaurant trip is seriously like. (laughs) It's like a luxury. (laughs) For real. No, that was great. Thank you for taking me. You're welcome. So you were almost 12 when this episode aired Mm -hmm. because we're pretty much like almost exactly 20 years later now so i don't (laughs) even know what i was doing at the time so (laughs) not watching the amazing race this is my first time watching this season i think and i've i've really liked this one yeah it's a pretty good one i do remember a little bit about this season i didn't remember who won but i we both know now yeah which is fine I kind of was expecting it. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, really, really remember John and Kelly, like, watching them the first time. I don't know why. They are pretty memorable. They're yeah, an interesting couple and funny and mean. And <laughs> I'm interested to see what happened to them after. Yeah, me too. The race. Well, we are in Borneo, the Malaysian part of Borneo still. We just left the Sepulok Nature Resort. And we are headed out on leg 10, I guess. Because mm-hmm. it's episode 10. And Millie and Chuck were eliminated last episode. Yeah. So, here we go. Riken and Chip did the fast forward last episode, mm-hmm. so they're the first to leave. They depart at 10.26 p.m. And the route info says, drive to the say. Would you see? I don't know how to say it. Yeah, that's temple. temple <laughs> in Borneo. In Sandarkan. It's a Buddhist temple, so you have to search, and they ask you to search like these figurines for your team's name. And then in that figurine thing, you'll find a key to a bag. To a rattan, yeah, bag. And in the bag is a clue. Yeah. <laughs> so they make their way there, which I was thinking is going to say temple opens at 9 a.m. I or thought something. so too and I was gonna be like that's really sad for yeah. them because they're leaving at 10 30 but it is open which is good and we don't have to wait <laughs> for that and they get there and it's not too difficult to find the names on the whatever they yeah are, when the Phil was names. like explaining the task I was like oh my gosh that's gonna take forever because there's like thousands of little Little figurines. Figurines in these little openings. I don't even know how to explain it. I thought they were going to have to open all of them to find the key. Oh. But they just, like, had their name kind of, like, taped on the outside. So they just had to find their name. So it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. (laughs) But the clue that they get, Chip and Riken, after they find the figurine and find the key and find the bag is... To fly to Seoul, South Korea, and go to Namsan Park and Namsan Tower. Namsan Tower and Namsan Park. Yeah. That tower, it's like the Seoul 
the the soul tower is another word for it like the soul tower it's tall and it kind of looks like the space needle or something like that yeah distinct to get to the airport there are vans that will come and pick you up from that buddhist temple they arrive every 30 minutes starting at midnight but they can only carry one team at a time um so Rankin and chip have some time until their van gets there so they kind of just really take it in and enjoy the temple and mm-hmm. just like say a little prayer even and it, they actually get an opportunity to actually enjoy where they're at so that's good because <laughs> i just feel like so many places people are always like i wish i could spend i wish some i time could here. Yeah, spend some time here and so yeah that is nice john and al depart at twelve fifty six a.m and jeff and david at one eleven a.m and they both get their clues on the way to this temple. Their little interview, Jeff and David say that they think that the clowns are their biggest threat because they're smart and they're strong. And yeah, they've definitely kind of just like been there, been really a solid team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they have. And let's see. So did you said... John and Al left at 12.56. You already said that? Yes. And you already said David and Jeff's time? Yes. <laughs> so that John know and Kelly. Why I'm not listening. <laughs> yeah, John and Kelly left at 2.42. So that whole fiasco last episode with them going to get the fast forward and it already being done and stuff really did put them like an hour and a half behind, which is a lot. Yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah. And it, But it was an elimination leg. They just somehow miraculously beat... Chuck mm-hmm. and Millie. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they leave at 2.42. And they get their clue and they've all, you know, they make their way to the airport and they're all on the same flight through Singapore. No airport drama here, really. But they have their layover in Singapore and it sounds like it's a longer one. So David and Jeff and John and Al, the clowns, they kind of call around to see if there's any earlier options. And they find one through Hong Kong um, that would land an hour earlier. And they get on standby for that flight. And then what was this that happened? They, it was like they went up to check to see if they were, if there was any availability. Yeah. And the people at the desk were like, well, you're not actually booked on this flight. And they're like, well, you said you put us on standby. And they're like, well, you didn't check in. And they're like, well, we thought that that was a given. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was weird. It said, well, you had, we paid for a ticket. Yeah. This was confusing. It said they were sold a ticket without getting put on standby and not put into the system. Yeah. Everybody was confused. <laughs> and the poor lady, she was like, I don't want to cause any unpleasantness. <laughs> yeah. She was like. Mm. And she, yeah, she found seats for them. And they were on the flight, and John and Al were able to get on, too. So the other teams are, like, getting on the plane in Singapore, and they're like, where is everybody? Where are these other two teams? But it really didn't seem to help them that much. So they flew <laughs> they flew through Hong Kong. The other ones went directly from Singapore to Seoul. Mm-hmm. That first set of teams, David and Jeff and John and Al, land at 5 a.m., and they kind of work together to find that tower they like arrive around the same time they're kind of sticking together for this first part of the episode 
And when they get to the tower, the clue says, make your way to Sundam Valley, which is only 50 miles, which is 50 miles away and only minutes away from North Korea. Mm -hmm. But it says it's a three hour drive. That's well, the taxi drivers say it's going to take three hours. So probably like getting out of the city and like maybe the airport is kind of out of out of the city too so yeah i was very surprised by this they like basically basically taking them to north korea yeah how, how many times have they been to south korea in the race i feel like not many um i i don't know obviously <laughs> they've been exa- exactly seven times <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i i mean probably in a couple other times at least i'm sure so, okay, so the, yeah, they're headed towards North Korea, and Phil says they have to find their clue on the bank of the Hanton River. So Jeff and David and John and Al are kind of like negotiating with the taxi, and they say it's going to be about $100, so they decide to share. And then at 540, the other two teams land, so they're only about 40 minutes behind. Um, Reagan and Chip are at the airport trying to find a taxi driver and they can't find one that can speak English and they're getting super frustrated. This kind of bothered me actually. Like you're in the, these people's country. Like why are you getting mad that they don't speak English? And they were like, like yelling so loud, English, English. Does anybody speak English? You know? Yeah. You want to find somebody who speaks English, but you don't, they're kind of like rude. Like be nice about it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not the only team ever that's done that, you know? Yeah. So that's like, that's a fear of mine. (laughs) If we ever get on the race, like, I don't want to be that person that in in your frustration with like a language barrier that you are the one that looks like a jerk. Yeah. And some people, I think they aren't normally like that in real life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was awful. <laughs> I'm keeping it in. <laughs> I just sounded like a little seal or something. <laughs> Aren't. Are not. <laughs> like that in like normal life. Right. Being so heightened on the race and being so stressed. And yeah. Especially though they're getting close to the end now. So. Yeah. That's why we loved Danny and Oswald. Because they were just so nice to every single mm-hmm. person that they met in every country and it really worked to their advantage so yeah anyway so they share this taxi and they head to the next clue and the taxi ends up going a little bit too far and they cross into like the dmz which we learned what that was <laughs> last <Yeah>. season <laughs> the yeah. demilitarized zone so did they cross the border? Or I would I, not think so. Is there like a, there's probably like a couple miles on each side of the border that's like this DMZ. Yeah. I think if they crossed the border, they like would not be able to get back. back. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, I, I'm pretty sure production would have stepped in at that point. Yeah. Like, um, no, <laughs> please no. <laughs> yeah, I don't, but they, they had filming of, there was so much like military stuff. Yeah, like, like the tanks, tanks and soldiers and all this kind of it looked freaky yeah very different so john and kelly and chip and riken passed them in their taxis Mm -hmm. 
and get there first. Chip and Riken showed up first. And, well, Chip and Riken also, once they got to the tower and got their first clue, they decided that their taxi driver just wasn't going to cut it. And they asked him to take them to a hotel. Mm-hmm. And they asked the people at the hotel to help them find a taxi driver who could speak English. Yeah. And that actually was a good strategy. I don't think they went about it very well, very nicely. Yeah. Because they were still yelling a ton. Yeah. English, English. He doesn't speak he English. He doesn't speak English. No, no, not him, you know. They weren't going about it very nicely, but it was a good strategy. Yeah. Something to keep in mind. And it helped them out because they were the first ones to get there. And they were very surprised. <laughs> yeah. They were like, are you serious? So there's little numbers on this board, one, two, three, and four. So they pull number one. And then John and Kelly get there right after their number two. And then David and Jeff and John and Al show up. And I was like, oh, no, are they going to fight about who's number three and number four? But they don't. David and Jeff are three. John and Al are four. And then they open up their clue. But I lost my spot. (laughs) So the the clue is a roadblock. And it says, which of you has the colder personality? (laughs) And this roadblock looks awful. All the things they had to do in this episode look awful. Yeah, this episode, yeah, we can talk about that at the end. Okay, so the roadblock is the one team member has to plunge into the frozen water and swim under the ice to the exit hole and, like, come out. And then you have to, like, stand there until your body temperature comes back to a safe safe zone before you can leave the, like, tent. They have these tents set up on the ice. That looks scary. I do not like that. And cold. And so they have like ropes underneath the water that yeah. they can pull themselves themselves along. Um, but wow, I'm like, that was really scary. Yeah, it's Everybody. one thing to just like jump in and get right back mm-hmm. out, but to have to swim under the ice mm-hmm. and just like, what if you can't tell where you're going? What if you? get what if you pass out because <laughs> yeah. and they so chip does it first and they ask him have you ever had a heart attack yeah <laughs> do you have hearing problems yeah, he's like no no if they were asking me that first because i'm sure once you get into the water and you're just like like you know yeah that's catch like your breath and sends your body into shock almost yeah, and then you get stuck under the ice and then you're dead <laughs> It looked very intense, but yeah, so Chip does it first, makes it look pretty easy. Yeah. Why did they have him do it in their underwear, though? I know. It's like, you could... strip down to your skivvies. Yeah. And somebody asked, what are skivvies? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one asked that, but so what are skivvies? They couldn't have given him, like, little shorts. Like... I know, because, yeah, it was like... And then they, like, stood there and just, like, filmed them straight on. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know. And Chip was wearing, like, <laughs> these tiny, like... Like un- like undies, not like boy shorts. Yeah, like, not like boxers or anything. Yeah. They were just briefs. Yeah. Tight briefs. Briefs. <laughs> undies. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're talking about... We're potty training at my house. We're saying undies a lot. <laughs> yeah. B- briefs. That's a better word for what a boy wears. <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of interesting how much they showed us of yeah. their briefs. <laughs> but he he does do really well and he gets the clue and it says um there is a route marker route 
route. What do you say? I think I usually say route. Route marker in subway station 228 in Seoul. So they have to go back to the city. Yeah. All the way back. Navigate the subway. Yeah. So then John does it, then Jeff does it, and then Al does it. And they all do a pretty good job, but they do have to wait for one after the other. Mm-hmm. Al <laughs> says that he felt like his toes were going to fall off. <laughs> yeah. That just sounds horrible. Yeah. So, how we had talked about before, David and Jeff were sharing a cab with John and Al. And hold so- on, hold on. Which one of us would have done this roadblock? Oh. So, if we opened it and it said, who has the colder personality? <laughs> Not knowing what the task was going to be. Because I don't think they knew at that point. Yeah, I don't think they so They were either. in a cold I mean, area. And they can and, kind of... But, because they were all kind of surprised from yeah. what it was. I don't know. Which one of us has a colder personality? I don't know. <laughs> it probably would have just been one of those, like, who who did the last one? The other person does this one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But neither of us would have loved this. No. And we're both not very great swimmers. So no. we'd had to use the uh, rope. <laughs> when I saw that they had the rope under there, I was like, oh, that makes me feel so much better. And the goggles, that, mm-hmm. that helps a lot. Yeah. So. Because we can't swim without plugging our nose. <laughs> I like, cannot figure out how people can do that. How do you either. go underwater without plugging your nose? And so not- we're like in this rushing river of ice and we have one hand on our nose <laughs> and like, try what? to doggy paddle with another. We would definitely die. <laughs> Pull on the rope with yeah. one hand. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need the goggles. We would definitely need the rope. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I think just whoever, whoever's turn it was or something. Yeah. yeah, so David and Jeff were sharing the taxi with John and Al, and David and Jeff finished first. So when John and Al finished, they were like, oh, do you think they left without us? I thought they were going to. Me too. The way that it made it look. Yeah. They're like, are they still here? And they're kind of not in a city area right now. No, I was like, if they left, there's not going to be a taxi. No. I would have been so mad. No, they didn't, but they waited for them, which yeah. I was like, wow, that's really cool of you guys. I mean, you should have, but also some other people maybe Might wouldn't. not have, yeah. <laughs> so that's really good, but they did They did say, we need to switch taxis real soon. Like, we need to split up. Yeah. Because this is... He said, how do we separate before the pit stop? Yeah. I'm like, well, there's still a detour and other tasks, Yeah, it's not like you're going to do everything together. So they're like, we need to just, this is just making it too crowded. We just need to split up at this point. So when they saw the first taxi available, they jumped out and um, David and Jeff went into a new taxi. Yeah. And making their way back to Seoul, they're all stuck in traffic. And I'm just going to tell you about Seoul before we get back to the city. I'm very interested about this city i know i would love to go here so seoul is officially known as seoul's special city it's the capital and largest metropolis of the republic of korea so south korea is called the republic of korea not even it's not called south korea so what do they call north korea Seoul, south korea officially the republic of korea oh the democratic people's republic of korea i was gonna say i think it's something with democratic in it yeah but known as South Korea. <laughs> According to the 2020 census, Seoul has a population of 9.9 million people mm. and forms the heart of the Seoul capital area. 
is considered to be a global city and is an alpha city. And it's the world's fourth largest metropolitan economy in 2014, followed by Tokyo, New York City, and Los Angeles. A following. (laughs) (laughs) Tokyo, New York City, and Los Angeles. Seoul was rated Asia's most livable city with the second highest quality of life globally. Wow. And has a GDP per capita of around 40,000. Seoul has hosted the 1986 Asian Games, the 1988 Summer Olympics, and the 2010 Seoul Summit. So lots, lots of things going on there. Yeah. I thought there was another Games after... They they only have done one Olympics, 1988. Yeah. Well, they did the Pyongyang, Pyeongchang, just like a couple years ago. But that is that in North Korea? I wouldn't think so. So it wasn't in Seoul, but it was in Korea somewhere. Oh, okay. So Korea hosted more Olympics. Just Seoul. Okay. Okay. Just Seoul hosted the 20, okay. I mean the 1988 Summer Olympics. 2018 Winter Olympics. Pyeongchang. Okay. Seoul's history stretches back over 2,000 years. It was founded in 18 BC. The capital uh, contains five UNESCO World Heritage Sites. And Seoul was named the 2010 World Design Capital. It's the birthplace of K-pop and the Korean (laughs) wave. And is the center for Korean culture, lots of entertainment companies. The city of Seoul has a very easily to navigate and well-used subway system. It allows locals and tourists to get around easily. It has more than 20 lines that go across the city and is the main form of transport for many of the people. Um, The Nansen Tower, which we had mentioned earlier in the episode, is one of the tallest towers in Asia. Asia. It's 79 meters high. It says it um, is popular amongst couples because it is a romantic atmosphere going to the tower. One of the reasons why it's so attractive is because you can write your name on a love padlock and lock it to the tower's railing to bring you good luck. Yeah, let's go to Seoul someday. I know. I'm sure in a couple days we're going to get an email that there's Seriously. flights to Seoul. It's weird. Like, at this point, it's, like, really creepy. Yeah, we have, in our emails and on our Instagrams and stuff, every time we do an episode and talk about a new city, we get notifications of cheap flights to that city that we talk about yeah but it and it's like because it's not just random ads though yeah it's this there's a subscription called flights from home and it's an instagram account like it's this company that specifically finds flights from salt lake to anywhere for Mm -hmm. like a really good deal so it's yeah it's not even random ads it's always from flights from home It, it might make more sense for me because i'm like actively googling about the places but, but it's usually does... my email. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really weird. <laughs> so they're definitely listening to us, guys. <laughs> well, speaking of the subway. Yeah. <laughs> Chip and Riken are in their taxi, and their driver, who speaks English, says that he thinks it's, like, the university station. So he, like, knows exactly where to go. But they're all stuck in traffic. And are trying to figure out like if they want to stay in the car and make it through traffic or get out and go to the closest subway. But John, John and Kelly John, for some reason 
thinks that staying in the car is going to be fastest. And Kelly is like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, they have a little argument yeah. here. And he's, like, fighting with her about, like, well, we can't get in the subway until we cross the bridge, all this stuff like that. And the way he's talking about it, he could have just been like, oh, well, I think it'll be better if we get across the bridge before we get into the subway. Yeah. But he's very, like, he negative was, like, and super rude. super sarcastic. Mm-hmm. And-, and, like, making her feel dumb. And she's like, you know what? I hope you get eliminated to prove that a-holes don't finish first. <laughs> and lucky me, I'm engaged to that a-hole. And she's, like, not liking him right now. No. And he's not being nice they do this a lot though there's part of the episode where they don't get along and then the other part they're like good with each other yeah it kind of just seems like their their relationship they fight and argue but yeah then they're good 10 minutes later so all the other teams do make their way down into the subway and get on trains to go to that 228 station David and Jeff get on the wrong train. Some <laughs> local lady helps them try and like find the right way. She's like, you need to get on the purple line. And Jeff was like trying to look at the map like, oh, I don't, how do you, what? And she's like, I'm right. Yeah, I am right. <laughs> and if somebody was like that sure and a local person was yeah, that sure, I'd, I'd be like, like, okay, you are right. I'll do what you say. And she was not right. She was not right. Because <laughs> somebody on the train they were on was like, you need to be on the green line. Mm-hmm. That guy was super handsome that was telling him to be on the green line. Was he? I don't know yeah. if I really noticed. So they weren't the wrong way, which really sucks. They just eventually got out of the subway and got another taxi, which is probably so frustrating at that point. Riken and Chip are the first team to get to that 228 subway stop. And John and Kelly arrive as well, but they arrive from the top in the taxi. Riken and Chip are down inside. Yeah. So John and Kelly actually get the clue first. Yeah, Chip and Riken are struggling to find it. Mm-hmm. And when John opens the box, he's like, all of them are in here. And Kelly Kelly really, really wanted him to be wrong. Mm-hmm. So I think she was kind of mad when he, <laughs> she's like, dang it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the clue is, is a detour, and it says strong hands or strong stomach. And from I would immediately <laughs> pick not strong stomach before so before we even read what the (laughs) tasks were so at this point though there are only a couple episodes left and last episode was not a Mm non-elimination but we haven't read the pit stop clue yet so it hasn't said will be eliminated or Mm -hmm. may so you don't know but it's a pretty good chance that it's a Mm non-elimination and if you were the first, if you looked at the clue box and there was like three other clues in there, yeah, I wouldn't do strong stomach. But if you got to the clue box and there was only you were the last clue, because and also when they open the clue, there's a map. There's a map and it shows strong stomach is pretty close to where they are, like the closest. Like if it was, if you pulled out the very last clue, I still wouldn't do it for a million dollars. You would not eat that. No. A million dollars. <laughs> if I was guaranteed that I would win a million dollars right after eating that, then yes, I would. <laughs> Sadie. <laughs> they were still alive. <laughs> Jessica, it's a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, I would like eat both plates of food then for a million dollars. Like, gosh. that's crazy that you'd say no. If it was the last 
clue in the box. You knew you were the last team and it was the closest thing. Because I would know that it would take me longer to eat something that I can't eat than it would to go a little bit further. Okay, well, that makes sense, but... <laughs> yeah anyway anyway so. <laughs> okay so strong hands is you have to break three sets of wooden planks well you have to go to a martial arts center yeah but yeah using taekwondo like mm-hmm. korea's ancient method of martial arts yeah strong stomach is eat a korean delicacy and it doesn't say what it is because but, they are all surprised when yeah. they get there but strong stomach could be like you know it's gonna be yeah you know what it's gonna be something hard and eating a korean delicacy they're not gonna make something that's easy to eat Mm -hmm. as the option so Mm -hmm. so john and kelly decide to do strong hands (laughs) thank goodness Mm -hmm. chip and riken finally do find the clue and they decide to do strong stomach and when they Mm -hmm. arrive and see what it is (laughs) they look horrified (laughs) Yeah, it is just a plate full of live octopus that are literally alive, still crawling around. They've been chopped up, yeah, but they're still moving. Yeah. So you can see the people preparing it. They just have this huge like Cleaver. butcher knife. Yeah, just like hacking away at these. But they're not chopped into small little pieces. And it's there's like, some small pieces. There's some little legs and stuff like that. But there's also like... It's like basically their whole body. Mm-hmm. And then they just like remove the tentacles. But the yeah. tentacles are still moving. Mm-hmm. And like the octopus still is alive just without its legs. Mm-hmm. But the legs are on there. <laughs> it it looks... It would be really hard to eat. So they attempt it. And... They have a really hard time riking, especially, but they say when they put the octopus in their mouth and try and swallow it, <laughs> they can't swallow it whole because the, the tentacles, tentacles stick to their teeth. That is disgusting. <laughs> so they literally can't like swallow them or like they try and swallow it and they start gagging because the octopus. There's like half of it down their throat and like half of it stuck to their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and they, and they're like, are we allowed to puke? And the lady's like, no. <laughs> and chip is gagging so bad they really struggle but they're powering through (laughs) yeah well they find a method like they take they kind of break it up into smaller pieces put it in a cup of water Mm -hmm. and just like drink the water like a shot Mm -hmm. chip doesn't do that he has to do that for Riken. like chip finishes it first Riken's having a really hard time and so he's helping him like pull the legs apart stuff like that put them in a glass of water and then shoot the water full of octopus tentacles it seemed like it helped though <laughs> yeah but can you imagine like all that in your stomach too like drinking mm-hmm. all those cups of water and that's what i was thinking that was still, that was a big plate full of it food was food too yeah yeah that's the other thing like if it was maybe a couple pieces yeah. i could maybe stomach it but that was a big plate of food that would have taken me hours <laughs> so i know that the other one would have been faster yeah it it looked so rough they finish though. Oh. Uh, <laughs> first, John and Kelly do the taekwondo um, taekwondo thing. So John, so they like, you know, you know, when you're karate, they punch a, they hit a board and it breaks mm-hmm. in half. Um, this time they have like three boards though, and he punches it, and he's like, "Oh, we have to do more. You have to do it three times." So the first set of boards is like three thick. The next one is four thick. And the next one is five thick. It looks hard. It does look hard. I didn't notice that there was 
that they got thicker as yeah mm. they got thicker as he went and john does it pretty quickly and easily and kelly does her first one and she doesn't break the boards and it looked like she really hurt her hand yeah it looks sad <laughs> and <laughs> then she's trying more and more she's doing good like better she's giving it her all she's just like slowly yeah, breaking through she's like i'm really trying not to cry it really hurts and then the last one that's really th- like thicker and hard john says imagine it's my face and she does it like on the she first gets it, yeah <laughs> he's like just hit my face like, Bam. she's like that really helped <laughs> <laughs> and she's like so excited that she just like runs out of the room without the clue yeah he's, he's all like, are you forgetting something <laughs> So that clue was drive across town to the Gyeongbokgung Palace. Gyeongbokgung Palace <laughs> to the pit stop. This palace is the largest royal residence in Seoul. So do they have like an emperor or a king of some sort? Um, let's see. So it says the government of South Korea is the national government of the Republic of Korea. It's the, there's a president. Oh, so there's an executive, legislative, and judicial authority. There's a president as a head of state. Then there's a prime minister. A Korean monarchy existed in Korea until the end of the Japanese occupation and the defeat of Japan. Like World War Two. Yeah, well, I don't know. The Korean family, the Korean royal family, only exists in lineage and on paper. So. They're not. So they did exist, and mm-hmm. this was built a long time ago, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So. So Riken and Chip and John and Kelly are on their way to the pit stop. Now we just have John and Al and David and Jeff riding, arriving at that subway station, 228. John and Al choose strong hands, and <laughs> David and Jeff choose strong stomach. Yeah. Al says, I can't do that. Yeah. When they say strong stomach. And then... Yeah, David and Jeff are like, this one's closer, let's go. Yeah. Because they see that they're the last ones. Yeah. Uh, John and Al do strong hands pretty easily. Yeah, they did really good. John looks really buff. I'm sure he is. He's like really. He's very strong. strong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To have that kind of like body control for his job, I'm sure he's in very good shape. Yeah. And so, yeah, they do it easily. David and Jeff start doing the octopus and they like cannot, they try it. And again, the octopus stick to their teeth. They can't even swallow them. So they decide to switch detours. Yeah. And they do strong hands easily as well. Yeah. I was surprised that they didn't pick that one to begin with, but I guess because they saw it was closer. Mm -hmm. So, so we have the teams checking into the pit stop and we have team number one is John and Kelly. And they're very happy and very surprised. Yeah. Kind of surprised. They're very happy with themselves. And they went a Caribbean vacation. And I'm like, is this their first number one? I think so. Yeah, because they're like, this is our first. We're virgins. Oh. Oh, I didn't get that part. <laughs> yes, they are. We're winning virgins. Yeah. Oh, good. So they're happy. I think they needed that. Yeah. And then team number two, Riken and Chip. And then team number three are John and Al. And team number four were David and Jeff. And Phil says, David and Jeff, you have checked in as, oh, you are the last team to arrive. 
But luckily, this is a non-elimination leg. The second of three non-elimination legs of the season. And they're very relieved. So next episode, I'm sure, will be elimination. And then Mm -hmm. we'll get to the top three. And then it'll be another non-elimination. And then... Mm -hmm. I am glad they're staying in. Yeah. I think this top four is really a good top four. I think so, too. They're all very strong and interesting and i yeah i like this top four and i just really feel like jeff looks like somebody yeah and i cannot figure it out this episode i was kind of like is it patrick dempsey like Mm. but it's just not quite right and i think i said hugh jackman earlier that's not quite right either yeah maybe if you put them together that would be it looks like somebody just like back from the 2000s though just like a a bro yeah (laughs) a bachelor bro like maybe somebody famous but like hasn't been famous since the 2000s yeah i cannot quite put my finger on it and as soon as i figure it out i'm gonna be like oh yeah who's the host of survivor does he kind of look like that guy Mm -hmm. jeff jeff probst they have the same name maybe it's the same person (laughs) he's like he got a job as the um I don't, I don't know. think it's him either. He's 61 now. So these pictures, Jeff Probst is 61 now. So these pictures that pull up, he doesn't look like him, but maybe back in the day. I, I don't know. I don't know. Someday I'm going to figure it out. But well, how much is how much South Korea is a really small country. I'm sure there's a lot to do. But do you think we'll stay there another leg? Um. So if there's three more and they have to get back to, I think they'll do another leg there because they didn't really do anything in seoul yet just the subway and then we've been saying japan so yeah. maybe then japan then back to the u.s yeah well we're gonna watch the episode right now so we'll see and we're gonna get down to the final three i think i'm sure we will yeah we have two episodes left or three three wait oh yeah why is there so many episodes? I know I last, like, season two and season three, they had, like, two extra long episodes. And I kind of liked that for podcast purposes. But when you're, like, watching, it's kind of nice to, like, stretch it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, anything else? No. Was there, what was the <laughs> thing that we said we would talk about later? I don't remember. Did we talk about it already? <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> we might have talked about it already i I think it was just like the teams okay and our feelings maybe i don't know obviously it wasn't too important yeah i guess not (laughs) all right thanks for listening okay bye thanks for listening this is the amazing rewatch podcast you can email us at the amazing rewatch at gmail.com you can find us on instagram at the amazing rewatch Or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review, and share with your friends, and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening. Bye.